am P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. Welcome to How to Take a Break with P.M. Kester. I am, of course, P.M. Kester, and I hope you enjoyed Vlogmas. I kind of had some other episodes out there, but I think we ended on a good note. And my goal is to, of course, try to do more consistent vlog-type episodes, um, but I'm happy with what I did this year. But that is besides the point. <laughs> the goal of today's episode, the theme is to summarize my year of rebirth. Um, this episode is coming out at the same time that a podcast episode is coming out, which is why you see this set up here. Um, that is one of the things that I want to be better at doing and transition into doing more for 2024, uh, which is simultaneously releasing the podcast episodes and the YouTube videos for everyone. Um, so one of my goals for next year. But for now, let's talk about my year of rebirth. So, if you have been following the podcast, following me on IG, you know that at the beginning of each year, I set an intention. And my intention for this year was rebirth. And let's look at the definition for rebirth. Rebirth is the action of reappearing or starting to flourish or increase after a decline. Revival. And so I really looked at this almost as my renaissance year. I had had so much crazy stuff happen to me over the past couple of years um, with so many things that align with my theme, right? I had a growth year um, and all these great things and all attacks that kind of go with that. Um, so I was really looking to revive, to, to increase, to come back up again. And so I embarked on this rebirth year and it did not disappoint it did not disappoint with the lessons and things I gained from the rebirth year but it also did not disappoint with um how my intention was challenged this year and you know that I like to categorize things I put things into three areas a lot of times when I do intentions and that is career relationships and money um, honey, rebirth and money was a challenge this year. For some reason, I was broke and didn't even recognize why I was broke. I could not figure it out. I have never struggled so mightily for a period of time. I mean, it was horrible in tears. Um, <laughs> but I will say that the major lessons I learned about rebirth and money this year was that I really needed to look at my why. With money, and what do I mean about that? Um, the same why that I think gets us all in trouble, which is why am I spending the money this way? Um, for what purpose are these expenses? And is it so I can feel like I'm closer to family or friends? Um, because someone told me I needed to spend money. If you are an entrepreneur, people always say that you got to spend money to make money. 
Um, and I had to really think about things like that this year. And I've really gained a new perspective on how I'm going to spend money going forward. But then on the back end, like I said, um, this summer, crazy. And then like just stuff drying up, just epic levels of broke them. Credit score down. But now looking back, again, gratitude on where I am with money now is seeing me with two major loans paid off. Did not start the year with it. Didn't see that was coming. And then have another major loan that's going to be paid off at the end of 2024, which is crazy. But I think I kind of had to learn those lessons so I could get to the rebirth, right? Because increase after decline. Who would have thought my student loans would have been paid off at the end of this year? Who would have thought that my car would be paid off? My God, because looking at me over the summer, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to have to get like two full-time jobs. <laughs> but I think that's why it's so powerful to set an intention, to walk in that intention, and to really pay attention to what is happening in your life. So the second category of stuff I always look at is uh, my career. I had such a major revival. I think that this may have been one of the biggest intention lessons, areas and lessons that I learned from this year. And that was the career lessons I learned. Um, the past couple of years have been really rough with me on my nine to five job. Um, I mean, levels of had me rethinking my whole education, my life, why I did the work that I did, because I had like just a horrible bout of managers. I felt overlooked, passed over, insert several adjectives. This year saw me actually connecting with uh, a new team at my job and then reviving, again, intention, in, um, flourish, increase after decline, revival, that's the word for rebirth. Um, I started my career journey in my 20s as a journalist and did a lot of public affairs. I have done political campaigns where I have done strategic communications and have had the hardest time trying to make a go of a profession in this area to the point I put it on the shelf. But when I tell you, you set an attention and out of nowhere, that thing will come back up. Why did public affairs get revived? Why did I get just offered a huge opportunity with my nine to five to pivot over into public affairs, to manage public affairs in a government agency? Who would have thought that? How did that happen? That intention was on fire and never thought that was not in the cards for me. And really, my career had me thinking about future me and revisiting lost goals. So I ask you, when you look at your intention from this year, and as you think about your intention going forward, what are some lessons that you learned this year and where do you feel you are being led for 2024? I want you to think about that. Um, finally, in the area of relationships, um, I have been not in a relationship for a year. Um, I did do some dating. I was out here in these dating streets. If you followed me on TikTok, I talked about this <laughs> um, some on TikTok. Um and I'm not in a relationship. And I think for the first time in my life, I can honestly say that I'm at a point where I am alone, but I am not lonely. 
And that's really given me perspective about how I did relationships post-divorce and how I'm walking to relationships now. Um, I was in a horrible place after my last relationship, not my divorce, but the relationship, one of the relationships, my longest relationship I got into after my divorce. I was in a horrible place. It was a toxic relationship. But sometimes, even when relationships are toxic, I want to say not even sometimes, um, I do believe that we are put into certain situations um, and they are teachable moments. I definitely had a teachable moment in that and it has making me really think about what type of energy I want in my life and not even just in an intimate partner relationship. I have had to look a lot at friendships this year and I've learned lessons in that area and kind of seen a rebirth and a revival in friendships with different areas. Like I've brought in um, new friends this year and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but definitely looking at not being quick to jump relationship wise. Cause again, I am alone. I'm not lonely. I'm very fulfilled. And I have expectations. I, I want me. <laughs> I want one that's going to treat me well. And so I definitely learned some lessons and was able to do some reflection on that. Now, let's look at, I have seven things that I wrote down that's in general that I didn't categorize. They probably fall under one of the three things. So these might be my rebirth strays, if you will, that I learned this year. And so I'm looking, I have a big, okay, I'm going to save this big one. I'm going to go in reverse order. So I'm going to start from seven to number one. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all get it. Okay. So these are my rebirth strays. So these are like seven rebirth lessons that when I was journaling about what I learned this year during my rebirth year, things that came out. So number seven, you can write your way out. Um, one big thing that I did this year, I do a lot of challenges with Yumi John Francois. She was doing stuff on TikTok with TikTok and talking about scripting and um, did um, a thing where she gave us some scriptures and we did meditations and, and stuff like that. Um, but all that to say, it really got me into journaling. And I got into this point for a huge part of this year where I would script and that is writing things as if it's already happened, right? Um, so I was doing that. And then at the back part of this year, I also started waking up and writing down three things that I was grateful for each morning. When I tell you, I have been able to go back into my journal all throughout the year, especially in the fall, and look at stuff that I wrote in January and then see it manifest into my life um, in the later part of the year, months later. And it is crazy. So I have a video. I'll link it down below if you're watching this via YouTube. Um, and I think it's called Write Your Way Out or Write It Down about the power of journaling and writing down your vision and watching stuff manifest. Um, and I will say even stuff that I didn't script, I just wrote down. I planned a lot more about things that I, where I wanted my life to go, how I wanted to accomplish things because we can write anything down. If you're not doing the work that goes along with it, what's the purpose? And so I really was implementing plans in my life this year. And so it was great 
and just, oh my goodness, what an amazing part of my rebirth and my revival to just have this revival and how I broke things down to see things manifest. Amazing. Um, Number six, rebirth lessons. Stop being afraid to look. Stop being afraid to look at your bank account <laughs> um, and, and being real about the numbers. Stop being afraid to look and assist your feelings and how people are treating you. So many times we stay in like a, a stage of suffering in certain areas of our life because we're afraid to look and just face the fact. Um, I had a lot of those moments. I had some moments like that. I'm going to be honest, these past couple of months with my family and me now recognizing at this age that some relationships are just not going to be good relationships and that I need to stop trying to force things. Um, I'm done with the projections and all that other kind of crazy stuff. Um, but I also need to stop being afraid to look because I, <laughs> you know, stop trying to face stuff. It's like that was one of my big money lessons. And I really had to face some hard truths this year, even about myself. And so stop being afraid to look. Peel back the covers. Look and see what's there. All right. Number five, alone but not lonely. How are you looking at relationships, your friendships? Are you dealing with people because you are so afraid of being lonely? Are you working on that? Um, I am recognizing that that definitely was me right after my divorce. I would have these feelings of loneliness. And even thinking about conversations that I've had with my mom and even some of my other friends where we've talked about loneliness and they talk about loneliness and stuff like that. And, and just doing research on how that ties into codependency. I really want you to ask yourself the hard questions on are you lonely? Why are you lonely? And are you interacting with certain people, people that you don't even like, doing things that you don't like to kind of feel that loneliness void? And what can you do about that? What's the work that you can do so that you don't carry that into future years? Like, I don't want to say you won't carry that into 2024 because 2024 is knocking on the door, right? But that might be part of the work that you do in therapy or the, the self-work that you do in 2024 is to figure out what, why are you lonely? What are the, what are the reasonings behind that? Um, what kind of stuff, trauma is, is, is playing into that? And how do you work on that as you move forward? Um, cause I think that's so key. That is so key to look at that. And especially if you are someone trying to date, how that plays into how you date in your relationships. Because I think the goal is to be, if you are alone, to not be lonely because then that clouds, you move when you're looking at other things, when you're looking at friendships, when you're looking at intimate partnerships. So rebirth lesson, alone, but not lonely. Number four, your next chapter might require a whole new cast of characters. I have had such a friendship shift or friendship makeover this year. I've had a family makeover this year, um, come to think about it. I just got that, that thought popped in my head while I'm sitting here recording this video me moving and working in this new area that I'm working into for my nine to five job opened me up to a whole new level of people that I did not know I needed to be in my life. It's a new chapter that required a whole new cast of characters. What if I was one of those people that was like, no, I can't go and interact with new people at this point. 
I would have blocked my blessings. I would have blocked my opportunities. And sometimes you have to recognize that new chapters, your next chapter might require a whole new cast of people. I have grown closer to people that I would not have thought that we would have been good friends at all, looking back. But this year has saw things pop up. And now these people that I thought were just going to be past an acquaintance are some of like my best friends. You mean, I'm looking at you. Jesse, my neighbor, I'm looking at you and would not have thought that. But I also look at how my life has totally shifted this year. And this rebirth era has been a new chapter in my life that required this cast of character shift. That does not mean that I've cut ties with old friends, old people in other areas, but it just meant that my life shifted and there's a new cast of characters that are now part of this. And we're going to see what happens. And you can't be afraid of that. You have to walk in that. <laughs> All right, number three. Reward is on the other side of the obstacle. So I actually stole this from T.G. Jakes, and I felt like <laughs> it was so aligned in my life when I heard that. And this is kind of not what he said, but he was talking about so many times. There are trials in our life. There are trials in our life. And a lot of times, people don't get to the triumph because they're too scared, or they stop right in the middle of the trial. They're just like, nope, too hard, not going to do it. And a lot of times you don't get to that trial. You don't get to that reward because you're scared to go on ahead and push your way through that trial. That was one of the biggest lessons of this rebirth year. I'm always telling people that whenever you set an intention, watch how the universe rises up with all these obstacles to make you doubt your intention, to almost make you get up, give up. Like I said, I couldn't understand why the heck I was so broke. <laughs> Um, this summer, because I did not start the year this way. It made no freaking sense to me. And so many people just would have just laid down and just been like, this is just it. My life is going to be just struggle. I'm done. And I really summoned up everything I, I had. I was writing and I was like, this is not going to be the end for me. And I did the same thing for my job. Like I even had people telling me, when I was dealing with all these attacks on my job, people trying to, like, not promote me, um, horrible managers saying mean things about me, trying to ruin me from getting other positions at work. And folks was like, well, maybe this is just where you just sit down and, like, lay low for, like, five, ten years. Who does that? And it's easy, right? Because when you are being, you feeling bullied and bad stuff is happening, it's easy to just throw in the towel. But I was like, no, this is not what God has for me. This is not where I want to be. And so I had to fight myself up out of there. And I was like, uh-uh. And because I knew, and I even said that at one time, and I told somebody, I was like, my God, there must be a blessing for me because I don't know why I am being attacked so much. And it was. The blessings truly were on the other side. So think about if I had stopped every time the, the going got tough. And I hope that this helps somebody. But, um, and if I can find the T.D. Jakes sermon, I will try. I Maybe I screenshotted it, but maybe you can look up um, something about moving mountains or obstacles. I don't know, but I'll look and see if I can find it and I can link it in the notes. But just know that reward is on the other side of the obstacle. Number two, change is hard. Rebirth is hard. Um, I heard the word rebirth every 
where. So I think so many people were having this year, they had been through so much stuff that they were in the need of a revival. And when I tell you that change is hard, it is. And you have to be a very strong person to deal with it, but it is so worth it. Finally, my finally, <laughs> my final stray, my final rebirth lesson for this year. And something that I am fully walking into. I am taking, this is the lesson I'm taking in 2024. And I don't want to take no questions about it. Stop congratulating me on being strong. This is not something I want to be celebrated for going forward. It got to the point this year, I got so tired of people sending me stuff like, you are so strong. You always make it out. You're strong. You can do this. Uh, you are so great. No, don't celebrate me for being strong. I am tired of it. I'm tired of being a strong black woman. <laughs> I don't want to be your soldier. Um, I'm tired of it. Because I think that it's so easy to walk in that struggle, right? And we tell people that you just have to be strong instead of going, how can I help you? How, how can I help take some of this struggle off of you? What can I do? And so that really stood out to me this year, the people that was just like, no, nah, we're going to fight that. And I'm letting you know, me personally, I'm fighting all 2024, and I'm not going to be the person that people are going to be able to beat up on, to be able to put all their baggage and all their crazy projections and stuff on moving forward. That was one of my major lessons. When you get sick, really sick, like, I mean, I got sick this year, down bad with COVID, whether you think it's real or not. And... People just like, oh, you strong. Sneeze, shake it off. And that was an eye-opening thing for me, especially in, even now. I'm sick now, again. And it's all like, oh, you strong. Shake it off. I don't want to be strong. I'm not going to shake it off. Um, and if you're not going to take care of me, I'm going to take care of me. We're not going to do all this Kim Kester, strong black woman, shouldering it all, the struggle in 2024. I'm leaving her in 2023. All right, so what was your intention for 2023? And let me know one thing that, one lesson that you learned via your intention this year. Drop it in the comments. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for supporting me and supporting the YouTube and the podcast, How to Take a Break, available wherever you listen to podcasts. I can't wait for you to see what I have in store for 2024. Until next time, find a little time to take a break. Bye. Thanks for taking a break to listen to the episode. Connect with me at P.M. Kester, that's K-E-S-T-E-R on Instagram, or email thekestergroup at gmail.com. As always, subscribe, rate, and review us on your platform of choice. Until next time, find a little time to take a break. Bye.